0: Hey, how are we doing today? Today we're, we're continuing in a series that Cliff kicked off last week called I Am. Uh, he talked about how Jesus said in, in, in John 8, I think it is, that I am the light of the world. Last week and this week and over the next few weeks. We're going to be looking at, at several different statements that Jesus made uh, in, in the book of John. That there's seven of them where he says, I am the this or that or something else, um, and I think I think that that when Jesus said, "I am the light of the world," or this morning we're going to be talking about how Jesus said, "I am the bread of life." I think that Jesus was really intentional about using that speci- those specific words. When, when when Jesus said when Jesus said that he he meant to say, "I am the light of the world." When John was recording his his account of the gospel. He meant to include, intentionally, Jesus saying, I am the bread of life. See, it points back to Exodus chapter 3. When, when, when Moses uh, w- was out in the wilderness, he, he, was, he was keeping some sheep, he was on the side of Mount Sinai. Uh, God spoke to him for the very first time. God revealed himself to Moses in the form of a burning bush. And, and, and he told Moses, hey Moses, I'm going to send you to Egypt to free my people. This is the let my people go story, right? And so when, when God is sending Moses to Egypt, Moses kind of has his doubts. He's got several things that he's doubting to begin with. But one of the things specifically is he's worried that, that they aren't going to believe him. They, they aren't going to believe me that, that God is, is sending me to help you. Like Moses says to God, Who shall I say is sending me? And God says to him, Tell them that I am is sending you. When we read in John the, these seven different I am statements, yeah, Jesus is saying that he's the light of the world, but Jesus is all, this is also reassuring, reaffirming our belief that Jesus is, in fact, God. Jesus is saying, I'm the light of the world, but he's also saying, I am, I am. Like, that, that's, that's awesome. But, but Cliff talked about it last week how, how when Jesus says something, he. It, it, it's true. When we say something about ourselves, maybe it's not always true. I, I've been saying I'm 5'11 and, 11, 11 and a half for years. I don't know if I am. I might just be 5'11. I might be 5'10 and a half. I've, I got a little heel on my boot. I might be six foot this morning. I'm not real sure how tall I am, but I've been saying for years I'm 5'11 and a half. When we say stuff about ourselves, maybe it's not, maybe we stretch the truth a little bit. Maybe, maybe we actually believe it with all of our hearts to be true, but it's not exactly true. Whenever I was in college, I played a lot of Ultimate Frisbee. If you don't know what Ultimate Frisbee is, it's, it's kind of like football, but with a Frisbee and then completely different. Nothing like it really at all, um, except there are end zones, and you throw it and you want to catch it in the end zone. Anyway, so me and my friends, we played a lot of Ultimate Frisbee, and, and uh, I, I, was, I was pretty good. In fact, I was, I was really, really good, uh, and you know, I mean, I've, I'm a big head already, so uh, <laughs> Like, if we played pickup, I was always one of the first couple people picked if I wasn't a captain, all right? My, my team, we won the intramural championship two years in a row, and I was like, we didn't have an MVP, but I may have, might have been the MVP of those teams, <laughs> all right? So, so we're, me and my friends are riding around one night, like you do in college, you're just wasting time in the middle of the night driving around, everybody else in the town of Anderson is asleep, but, but we're riding around one night... And I looked at my friends in the car with me and I, and, and I said to them, I said, guys, you know what? I am the best ultimate player at our school, <laughs> right? And like, like the guys in the car, they're, they're like my best friends. They all played ultimate with me. They were all on my team. They were all good. And, and, and I looked at them, I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the best. And honestly, honestly, I believe that. I believed that, 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 me saying that, that they were going to look back at me and say, you know what, Blake? You are. You really, really are the best. They didn't. <laughs> they, they laughed at me. They mocked me. They, to this day, whenever I'm hanging out with my friends, they will bring up the cockiest, most arrogant statement that they've ever heard. And it was <laughs> me saying that I was better than them, right? Uh, and, and regardless of whether I was the best or not, I don't know. I was saying something that I truly believed to be true about myself, but you know, in the end, it may not have been true. When Jesus said something about himself, it was absolutely true. So this morning, we're going to take a look uh, at at John chapter 6. If you have your Bibles, you can go ahead and turn there. We're going to be looking at at several verses in this passage. Uh, This is a really incredible chapter of Scripture. Uh, But but this morning, I want to to start by just... Let's look at John chapter 6, verse 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Let's pray. God, you are so good to us. God, your, your love for us is incredible. Jesus, you came to this earth and you lived among us. And God, for that, what, what, what can we do? Lord, we just say thank you. God, this morning I, I ask that, that, that you would speak to us, that we would hear, um, hear you speaking to our hearts. God, that we would hear uh, what it is that, that you want us to do with our lives and how, how you want this, this passage to, to really affect us. God, I, I thank you so much, and I pray this all in your name. Amen. So Jesus says, I am the bread of life, but what does he really mean? All right, I mean, clearly he's speaking... Metaphorically, right? Like when, when Jesus said, I am the light of the world, he wasn't, that, that wasn't literal, right? Like he, he didn't shine at night, he didn't glow in the dark. would have been cool, but no, right? Jesus, he wasn't, he says, I'm the bread of life. He wasn't like a gingerbread man. But it would have been neat, all right? Like he gives somebody a stone, like, here's a baguette. But like, Jesus was not literally made of bread, right? And that's not shocking. I didn't, I didn't just blow your mind with that one. Like, like sometimes preachers get up here and they say stuff, and you're like, man, I never thought of that. None of you thought that Jesus literally made bread, right? That Jesus was clearly speaking in symbols. So why? Why did he say that he was bread? Like, why, like specifically bread, what's the deal? I got three things, three reasons why I think that Jesus said that he was uh, the bread of life. The first one is that uh, bread gives life. Bread gives life. And maybe we don't think of bread-giving life so much because like, we don't eat bread as much as the Israelites did, but, but for us, we think, or, or for, for them, bread was life, like a life-giving thing. Um, in Exodus chapter 16, is a story of how the, after Moses had met God and went to the Israelites uh, and, and freed them from Egypt, they, uh, they, after they had crossed over um, the Red Sea on dry land, all right, they, they were in the desert, and I don't know if you know this, but in the desert... Not exactly a lot of food to be found. So, so the people uh, began to grumble against God. They, 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 they began to grumble and say, you know what, uh, Moses, you brought us out of, the, out of Egypt. We were slaves. They even say that we used to sit around pots of meat, which wasn't true. They were beaten all day long. All right? they, they, they were worried because now they weren't sure where their food was going to come from. And they, begin to, they, they, they were scared. They were afraid that, that, that Moses had brought them out into the desert to starve to death. But where they grumbled, God had a plan. God caused manna, bread, to rain down from heaven and cover the ground. And the people were able to, to, to gather it up and to eat it. Like, like bread became a huge part of their diet. I mean, that was pretty much what they ate, every meal. The, God also gave them quail in the evening. But from breakfast, lunch, and dinner, if they did three meals a day, they were eating bread, a lot of bread. And We, we like bread, right? Right? Y'all, y'all like bread? Like a good yeast roll is going to take your, your meal to the next level. You, you can't really have spaghetti without a piece of garlic bread. It, it holds our sandwiches together. Um, and, and who doesn't love a good deli sandwich, especially like the ones that are this big? Uh, bread, like we, we, we like bread. But I eat just as many meals without bread as I do with bread. Like, there are diets out there that tell you not to eat any bread at all. I remember whenever I was in, in high school, my dad went on that diet, the, the, the Atkins diet. And we had steak like three times a week, which was awesome. But, like, we did, we did, there was not bread in the house. All right? Like, we, for, for us, bread isn't something that, that we think is, is, is so important. But to the people back in that day, to, to, to the Israelites in, in, in Exodus 16, bread, like, bread kept them from starving to death. And to the Jews, to, to the people that Jesus was speaking to, bread was something that they ate a lot. Much more than us. See, it's, it's interesting that in John chapter 6, uh, at, at the beginning, I'm not going to read this story to you, but, but many of you know it. Uh, at, at the beginning of John 6, Jesus has a huge crowd of people following him. Now, I, th- I think like a big crowd of people, like if y'all followed me to my car, I, that would be weird because that would be a big crowd, like 200 people following me, like what's the deal? Jesus had... It, it, the, the Bible says that there were five thousand people, and 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 he had them sit down because he wanted to feed them some, some food. He wanted to give them dinner, so he had them sit down. He took a little boy's lunch; he didn't take it, but like he, it was given to him. All right, that would be mean. Jesus didn't mean all right. So it was given to him, and Jesus took this bread and, and the five loaves of, and, and two fish. He he took it, he blessed it, he broke it, and he passed it out to the people. All right, and everybody ate off of one little boy's lunch, everybody ate. All 5,000. And, you know, scholars say that there could have been 20,000 people there because the Bible only says 5,000 men. doesn't include women and children. So anywhere from five to 20,000, like, and 5,000 is not impressive enough, all right? Like, anywhere from five to 20,000 people, Jesus fed them with, with one person's lunch. All right? That, that, that's crazy. So after that, Jesus sends them away. He puts the disciples on the boat. They go across the Sea of Galilee. Jesus goes up on the mountain to pray. After he's done praying, it says that Jesus walks on the water out to, uh, out, out to, to, to meet up with the disciples and, and gets on the boat with them. And then the next day, all these people who, who Jesus had sent away after they had eaten, they came back looking for more. It says that they came back looking for Jesus. And whenever they couldn't find him, they sailed across the Sea of Galilee too to, to, to catch up to Jesus. And so they're, 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 they're hunting him down, trying to find him. Um, and and Jesus realizes when, when they catch up to him what they're looking for. What they really want is some more food. And so Jesus says to him in verse twenty-seven, uh, John six twenty-seven. He says, "Do not labor for food that perishes, but for the food that endures to, inter- to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you." For on him uh, God the Father has set his seal. All right, Jesus tells him, hey, look, you're here looking for physical bread, and yeah, 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 you, you need that. But don't labor for the stuff that perishes. Like you, you can come here and get some more food from me, but you'll be hungry in a couple hours again, right? Instead, work for the food that brings about eternal life. Jesus calls himself the bread of life because, because bread. Bread gives life in the fact that it sustains us. like if, if, that's what we, if, if we need something to eat, it, it will sustain us. But Jesus is the bread of life that sustains eternally. Second thing, uh, bread is something that's needed daily. Bread is needed daily. If you think back again to, to the Israelites in the desert and how, how, how God blessed them with, with, with sending manna, all right that wasn't a one-time event. God provided them with manna every day. They had bread to eat. Every day, because God gave it to them. Every day. Every day they were supposed to go out and gather only what they needed for that one specific day. If they gathered more, my Bible says that that, that it that it breed maggots and it stank, which stank is like real bad. I, th- I think that's like worse than stinking. All right, or even like to say that it stunk. It stunk. Right? Like that's bad, but it, it stank. Oof. An odor. Right. God wanted them to have only what they needed for that day. God wanted the Israelites to depend on him daily. Like, I, I'm going to give you this every day, so, so, so depend on me. That's what God wanted uh, the Israelites to, to, to do in the desert. And so, uh, Jesus told them... Uh, not, not to work for food that perishes, but work for the work for the stuff that, that, that goes on to eternal life. And so they, they ask him, well, what should we be, what, what should we? Be? <laughs> they ask him, what should we be doing? And Jesus answered in verse twenty nine. Uh, we're going to read twenty nine through thirty three here. Jesus answered them, "This is the work of God that you believe in Him who He has sent." So they said to him, "Then what sign do you do that we may see uh, and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers." ate manna in the wilderness, as it is written, he gave them bread out of heaven. Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave them bread from heaven, but my Father gives you true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. All right. Let's think back to what this story is saying here. All right. Uh, The beginning of John chapter 6. Jesus feeds 5,000 people, right, with just a lunch, sends them away, they they, they go looking for him, they find him, and then when they find him, they have the audacity to look at Jesus and say, you say you're from God, will you do a miracle for us? The same people who saw him turn five loaves and two fish into a meal for thousands. Hey Jesus, uh, that was neat, that was neat yesterday, um will you do it again? Like really and truly what they were looking for was another meal. Just re- being honest. They, they wanted more food. They said, hey Jesus, our fathers, they ate manna in, 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 in the desert. Like God provided that or, or Moses provided that for them because you can tell that they thought it was Moses because Jesus said, look Moses didn't give that to them. My father gave that to them. God in heaven gave that to them. Jesus gives us God gave them the bread that they needed daily. We need the bread of of Christ, the bread of life daily. In Matthew and in Luke is the the account of of Jesus teaching his disciples to pray. And whenever he teaches them, he says, he says, pray like this, give us this day our daily bread. When Jesus was telling the disciples to pray like this, he was saying, yeah, yeah, pray for your necessities. Pray for those things that you need, like like food, or shelter, or money to pay rent, whatever. Like, pray for those things, because God is the one who's giving you those things. But Jesus is the bread of life. We need to be also be praying for our daily bread of life. We need to be praying for our daily dose of Christ. We need Him daily. Right? Third thing about bread, the bread was given for us. Bread was given for us. If you, if you look at this, um, at this passage here where, where this conversation between Jesus and these people, like I feel like they didn't say, they, 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 they kept saying the wrong things. They kept asking the wrong questions. They, they kept coming with the wrong motivations. Finally, in verse 34, I feel like they, they're starting to get it. And It says this, uh, they said to him, sir, give us this bread always. The bread that comes down from heaven that Jesus talked about, he says, sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall never thirst. They, they, they said, hey, uh, Jesus, that sounds great. Give us that bread. Like, we want some of that bread. Jesus said, I am that bread. Luke chapter 22 is the, uh, is the account of, of Jesus uh, with his disciples at the Last Supper In in Luke chapter 22, verse 19, it says, And he took bread, and when when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Remember, Jesus is the bread of life. This is my body that is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Jesus, at the last supper, he took the bread, right? And he blessed the bread. And then he broke it, he gave it out to his disciples think back to john 6 the beginning he, he took this little boy's lunch and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it out this is what jesus does for us jesus was taken. he was blessed by god and he was broken and given for us Whether we're talking 5,000 or the Lord's Supper or the crucifixion, Jesus is the bread of life that was taken, blessed, broken, and given for us. John six thirty five. Jesus says that I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. So what does that mean for us? How do we look to, to, to live this, this passage of Scripture out? I think the first thing that I think of, you know, we, we, we looked at these things that, that, yeah, Jesus, He's the bread of life, and, and that bread gives life, eternal life, not just, not just the life that, that, this physical life. Uh, Jesus, He's the bread of life that, that we need daily. And I think that, that's, that's where I want to touch on. We need the spiritual bread that is Jesus on a daily basis. Like, we need Him, we need to experience Him Daily. Now, preachers, they'll get up in front of you and say, hey, look, if, you, if, if the only time that you worship and the only time that you hear the, the, the scripture or the only time that you even pick up your Bible, much less open it, is on Sunday mornings, then you aren't, you aren't eating enough, right? You know, people, people say, I come, come to church to get fed. If this is the only time you get fed, then you aren't eating enough, right? I, I think that's valid. I think I think that, that that's good, that's true. But I think the thing about it is that you eat every day, like whenever. Like if you get hungry, like some of y'all stomach starting to rumble, it's starting to get like leavenish or eleven something ish, and you're like, oh man, I wonder what grandma's cooking, or wonder what they're gonna have at El Mariachi, where Cliff always seems to go like I'm, I'm getting getting the feeling for. It. When we get hungry, we eat, right? I'd say spiritually speaking, when we get hungry, we eat too. And the question though is, is that what are you eating? I think that, that, that we eat every day spiritually. but what are you eating? We worship every day, but what are you worshiping? We, we, people, people out there, you know we, we like to say that the people are looking to fill themselves, they're, they're looking for. For purpose, they're looking to, to fulfill themselves with something. We fill ourselves with something every day. What are you filling it with? Some people, they, they, they find that, that, that their life, they, they, they have this, this hole, and so they want to fill it with something, so they, they, they get a job, and they climb the corporate ladder, and they're successful. And there's nothing wrong with that, but, but this becomes what their life's about. Or maybe people look to to money and they think if I can just have enough money, I can be happy, I can I can relax, if I can just have enough money. And so so everything about it, everything about their life is 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 getting more, getting more money. Not only money, but stuff. I can just I can have a nice house, I can have a nice car, I can have some sweet clothes, I can have the newest technology. Some people it's a it's it's a person. If I can just find Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright. If I can, if I can just find that person that I'm supposed to be with, I'll be happy. And so, they they, they go out and they date around and they find the person who well, they she cooks real good, right? Or or he says that I'm pretty, and that makes us feel good, makes us feel happy. Some people they 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 look to fill fill that that their, their life with hobbies. Or maybe it's that everything that they make their life completely about their kids. And not, not that it's bad to, to 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 love your kids and to want the best for your kids, but like everything is about their kids. Or maybe it's not even maybe it's something that is bad. Maybe maybe it's they look to fill they look to fill their life with, with alcohol or with drugs. People are eating. They're worshiping. The question is. What are we worshiping? On a daily basis, what are you worshiping? Look, the Christian life is more than church on Sunday. We know that, right? The Christian life is more than church on Sunday. So so let me let me let me let me ask you this. If Jesus is the bread of life and if Jesus gives life and we need him daily, he's given for us, what would what would happen? What would happen if if maybe if maybe we we, we read the Bible? On a daily basis, what what would that do to your life? What would happen if um, those of you who do read the Bible, if like you read it and then like maybe you you thought about how I could apply this to to my life, how I could live this out? How would that change your life? How would that change your perspective, your attitude? How would that change your family, your marriage? How change your workplace, your schools? What would happen if, if we prayed? Really prayed? Not just praying about, God, please bless the food. Not just praying about, God, this person's sick, or my cat ran away. What, what if we really prayed looking to be transformed by by God himself as we spend time with him. Look, Jesus is the bread of life. He gives abundant life to us. He's the bread that, that if we will eat on and that sounds so kind of that, that's so churchy to say, right? Eat the bread of life. If we will feast on the word, feast on on, on worship and, and, and prayer and just having more Jesus in our life? How would things be different? This so morning, what I want to do is just kind of want to... Whenever I speak to the students on Wednesdays, a lot of times I just try, I, I try to think of a, a challenge uh, for the week because sometimes it's just easier to think about. Instead of like, oh, I've got to change my entire life. What if I mess up in a month? Let me just challenge you with this for a week. Alright, for, for this week, Sunday to Sunday. Read the Bible. Like, let, let's get more of Jesus in our life. Like, this is a great way, like, this is how Jesus speaks to us directly. For, for a week, let's read the, let, let me challenge you to read the Bible more than you did last week. For Some of you, you could read a verse and that's more. I mean, okay. But, but let, let, let's read it. Try to read the Bible more this week. Try to spend more time in prayer this week than you did last week. This week, feast on, or maybe just get some appetizers of the bread of life. Do whatever you have to do to get more Jesus in your life. And let's be changed by that. Pray with me. God, I thank you that that the, the, the you spoke in ways, uh, God, you, you called yourself bread of life because you knew that that, that we, we 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 like bread. God, you're, you're getting on our level, Lord. And I, I asked that, that that today, uh, as as we get up and we leave this place, that we would just have a hunger more of you in our lives. God, you are the bread of life. And those who eat of you, like, we don't hunger anymore. Those who believe in you, we don't thirst anymore. And that's not a physical thirst. It's not even a physical hunger. And God, I don't even even know if it's spiritual, because once we have a little bit of you, I think that we want more. But God, we won't feel empty. So God, I ask that, that, that today that you would put that hunger for, for more of you in our, in our lives. And God, that we would leave here ready to, to, to try to know you more. Lord, I thank you for all that you do for us and the ways that you love us. God, I thank you for Jesus. And I pray this all in your name. Amen.